This is the NFL Draft Bible Spotlight Show. Connecting players with football industry professionals since 2002. It's what we do. Welcome everyone to this NFL Draft Bible Spotlight Edition. Uh, this is Ryan Roberts, Rising Draft on Twitter. If you want to follow me, NFL Draft Bible. Check us out on Twitter, NFLDraftBible.com. We've got a great uh, draft guide coming out soon. we got a, b- a bunch of great uh, products, uh, you know, just highlighting some of the absolute best prospects in the NFL Draft. Uh, I'm talking to a kid that won't be eligible until next year, but he's a, he's, a, he's a young man that I've been able to see countlessly over the last couple years. He plays his football right over the bridge for me at Villanova. I have Mr. Paul Grattan, who's a starting offensive guard. He's played center as well for the University of Villanova. Paul, thanks again, man. I really appreciate Villanova University in the house, brother, and I appreciate you taking the time tonight. Of course, Ron. Uh, most definitely, man. And, and uh, for the people that haven't seen Paul play yet, he was all CAA first team this past year, originally out of Mount Lebanon High School at, up near Pittsburgh. Paul, why don't you talk to me a little bit, man, just about why Villanova was the right fit for you come out of high school. What was the recruiting kind of like for you? So, you know, recruiting, uh, I didn't really get much attention You know, for people that don't, aren't familiar with Villanova, like you said, it's got kind of the best of both worlds. It's been a proud, you know, FCS power for a long time. Great football, and like you said, they have great academics at the school. Absolutely perfect. What, what has it been like? Because I know you're about to head into your senior year, your redshirt senior year. So you've been on on campus for four years. What, what are some just of the maybe your favorite moments at Villanova, and just what makes Villanova such a special place overall? Absolutely, man. It's nice to be, you know, everyone kind of talks about Temple football a little bit in that area, so it's always nice to take down the presumed uh, big dog, you know what I mean? So uh, it's absolutely an incredible moment, and I mean, 
you guys, I, I know it probably not up to standards 2017, 2018 as far as like the overall record, but obviously 2019 was a completely different uh, subject for you guys. Nine and three record in the regular season. You got to the FCS playoff. Tough loss, I know, in the uh, the first round, but just how how, how great of a of a season was it for you guys and how are you going to be able to use that season to really uh, carry some momentum into 2020? Yeah, I think the biggest thing that the biggest change from our, from our, the back couple of seasons before our most recent one was just our togetherness as a whole team. Uh, our, my senior class, we have, we have 11 of us coming back for our fifth years. Like, and that just goes to show like, how much uh, our team really believes in our senior class because fifth years are not always given to every single player. So our coaches really believe in our senior class and we have really went from the front and uh, we, we really banded together as a whole team and we, we came up with 88 strong uh, throughout the entire season. That was, uh, that was our calling card. That was, uh, it was just there was 88 of us on the entire roster and we're going up against teams with sometimes 115 kids on the team. So, Mm-hmm. We, we just pretty much said the whole season, I'll take our 88 over anybody else's. So that's what we did. We just had that chip on our shoulder the entire season. And, you know, we had, some, we had some great guys making some great plays, and we had some young guys making plays, and we had some seniors making the play. And it was a really great season. And, and I, I really wanted to get, get into your game a little bit, Paul, because I know, you know, obviously you had been a regular starter for the last couple of years, and kind of going between guard, center. And I know this past year, though, you really were able to, obviously, first team all CAA, which, you know, for anyone that doesn't follow FCS, like that is arguably the best conference in the FCS level. What, what were the major improvements in your game? How were you able to take your game to such a higher level in 2019? Yeah, so I mean, the biggest thing uh, for me was just working on my speed and my uh, just my foot foot movement and overall just speed. I, I really I took my entire spring. Uh, I, I missed spring ball due to due to surgery, and I just uh, I just worked on my speed. That's all I did. I just tried to get faster, tried to get leaner, I tried to get I tried to get stronger. Just all the spring. That's all I did, and I really worked hard on it. And uh, another big factor is. The, my junior year, well, my redshirt sophomore year, uh, I, was, I was playing center, but then I was going on center guard. I played, I even ended up playing tackle in the, the Berkshire for whenever we played Delaware, whenever our tackle went down. So I was really bumping around a whole lot, and I didn't really, uh, maybe not really found my, found my groove throughout the season, but this year I was just a yeah, great offensive line. It really did. Uh, we, we were really strong together, and I was able, we were all able to find our grooves, and I was really able to lock in. I lost guard, and I think that was the biggest thing for me. I was just able to lock in and focus on my game. And I kind of already mentioned a little bit, you know, the CAA is such a great conference. I know James Madison obviously gets a lot of hype, and, you know, they're one of the powers at the at the FCS level as well. For, for you, though, are, are there some players during your career so far that kind of stand out to maybe some of the the best battles you've had, some of the best players you've been able to go up against? Yeah, I mean, uh, for my, my sophomore year, I'm up against Paul Nichols. Mm. He was an absolute unit, and he was a he was a tough player to go up against. Uh, this year, uh, going up against Cam Kitchen, another Delaware guy, uh, really names entire pretty much defensive front. There, there were some bad dudes up there. there. There were a lot of good players over there. So I mean, throughout throughout this year, really, every every week he you know, was up against somebody tough, and 
those are just some of the some of the things that come up on the top of my head. But um, yeah, I mean, every single week, mm. it's always there's always something going on in the trenches. That's for sure. Absolutely, and uh, you know, for the for the viewers that haven't paid attention to CAA football, I, I implore them to do so because you guys, I mean, every week I feel like anybody could win the game. It just consistent, uh, very, sure. very solid football football teams all the way across. I mean, you see, you know, from the Stony Brooks to the Richmonds, like there, there are teams that will just sneak up on you every week, and it's uh, it's a ton of fun just to be able to watch watch you guys kind of battle it out. And uh, I know you personally. I, I got to imagine that there are some players. I mean, when, when I was growing up, I was kind of a big Jared Allen fan. I was I was a big Luke Keekley fan before he kind of put it away. Who who are some guys that you know on a Sunday maybe you might have your eye on? Maybe some of your favorite players. As a Pittsburgh guy, I mean, I, I just love David Castro's game. Nice. Every single week, I, I focus on David Castro on the Pittsburgh Steelers, and mm-hmm. I mean, I try to. He's a he's a real he's a mentally tough player. He, he, went to Stanford and he has like a chemical engineering degree and every time he talks I can just listen to him I can know that he's a real he's a real cerebral player and he just plays an awesome and he's just one of those guys that you know, every week in week out but he's he's just gonna compete and I love I love watching him play and that's, that's my guy. Uh, I should have called that one out man you're a Pittsburgh guy I should have known that that was <laughs> I know, I mean, consistently, you know, I, I remember, you know, even back to the old Pittsburgh Steelers, they've always had, you know, great offensive line play. And, you know, obviously Marquise Pouncey got over there. And I know Ramon, Ramon Foster just announced his retirement. I know he was a really good offensive lineman for you guys, too. So I, sh- I should have picked that one out, though, man. He's uh, definitely a great one. Uh, I know it's, you know, as we spoke, uh, started to speak about before, we, we started recording here. I know, you know, with the coronavirus and all this kind of stuff, it's crazy times right now. So I know you probably aren't able to, you know, be around the guys like you would be kind of leading up to spring ball and doing all that kind of stuff. What are you doing now, uh, maybe just on the side by yourself, that you've kind of just been trying to stay in shape or prepare as much as you can, obviously? Yeah, I mean, that's the biggest thing. You just got to be prepared because, I mean, right now, they told us that the school's closed for two weeks, but, from those two weeks to the next four months, we could we could be back on campus at any time, pretty much. So mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing is prepared. And uh, I, I got a, I have my personal trainer, and I'm just gonna be behind you at home. I, well, I wait to hear some news, some good news, so I can get back on campus and get with the team. Mm-hmm. And that's really, I mean, the spring is when everybody comes together, pretty much. The spring is a lot of the, the, the team building activities, and a lot of people talk about the summer. All the work, but everything starts in January, and we had a really good offseason. Like for the seven weeks that we were working out before uh, all the all this coronavirus went down, uh, we were having a really good offseason. I was looking forward to spring ball, so it's very unfortunate that we are going to miss it this year. But uh, it is what it is. We got to we got to take it in stride, and we just got to put our heads down and grind to make sure we're all prepared for that coming season. Absolutely, and and kind of going off of that a little bit, Paul. What are what are some things that you're kind of focused on? Because I know you you mentioned before the season, before last season, you were kind of focused on speed, quickness, that kind of thing. What what is what is kind of on tap for this off season? What's kind of the point of emphasis for you? Uh, point of emphasis for me is just again speed. I mean, you never try to get too fast. You know, nobody nobody is ever too fast. Offensive line, we uh, usually tend to slow down. So uh, still going to be on the speed, lower body strength is also going to be a big point of emphasis for me. So, 
offseason body composition just trying to make trying to get that offensive line in six pass that elusive six pass that every offensive line wants. But uh, <laughs> just gotta work on all that and uh, see see what we can do this offseason. Uh. I love it, man. I mean, that's that's the most impressive thing. I always I was tell you know I coach too, and I always tell the kids you know if you're skinny, six packs don't really count. You know what I mean? So uh, you got to get that offensive line and six pack. And I know I know I was super impressed just by the offense this year. Obviously, you know I spoke to Daniel Smith in the in the past. Uh, Mr. Covington was was putting in work at running back. I know Hodge, your other your wide receiver, had a great season. How excited are you, and how good do you think that this offense can be, kind of going into 2020? I think this offense for us. I mean, we lost one offensive starter on our entire offense graduation, mm-hmm. so we really have our every weapon coming back. Um, it was terrible. We had a tough of ACL last season mm-hmm. uh, in the William and Mary game, but uh, with him coming back, with our with Ken coming back, with the arm, and we have our entire and I, I know a team that was, you know, coming off an FCS uh, playoff berth, did a lot of great things. Like I said, nine wins in the regular season. I know that kind of sets the stage for higher standards. So, so for 2020, as a team, individually for yourself, whatever it might be, what are kind of some goals that you have penciled in? Playoffs is the standard for Illinois football. Uh, we haven't been beaten with the standard for a couple of years prior, but playoffs are the standard for us, and that is our standard. And so we're really trying to be excellent this year. I mean, as a team, we we know what we can do and what like what we have set for us are much higher goals than uh, that we have come close to in recent years. So we're uh, we're just really excited because we. Our season got cut short last year, and that's just how it was. So we, we feel that every single person on our team, our team, our season was cut short for us. So we're, we're coming again with the chip on our shoulder, and I think that's how you'll see us play. Just keep great football, which is what you're going to get from us. And, and kind of the last question I wanted to end you here with, um, I, I know, you know, you're a guy that just the film I've been able to see, the live games I've been able to see, you're a guy that I believe is going to have an opportunity to potentially play football at the next level. And I, I don't want to take it too far into the future here, but just, just can you speak a little bit about what that would be like, being able to play professional football and the blessing that would be for you? Yeah, I mean, that is, you said it really would be a blessing. I mean, <laughs> I've been playing football in third grade and I've been watching football since even before that, so... Uh, it really would be the biggest blessing that uh, I could ever receive, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, um, it's, that's the goal, but that's not what we're really focused on for this upcoming season. All I'm really focused on is having a great senior season and making sure we get some hardware in our, in our cabinets this season. Awesome. Awesome. Well, well, that's going to end this interview with me again. Ryan Roberts, Rising Draft for NFL Draft Bible here. Mr. Paul Gratton, offensive lineman from Villanova. Paul, man, again, I really appreciate you taking the time, brother. I'll definitely be keeping a tab on the program, and I wish you all the best. Awesome. Thank you very much, Ryan.